an album but find there's always at least one song on it that's not up to the standard of the rest, this podcast is for you. Welcome to Trimming the Musical Fat. I'm Stephen Nicholson. And I'm Paul Nicholson. And thanks for joining us for the first ever episode of Trimming the Classic, a subscriber-only exclusive. And the subject of today's episode is Nirvana's 1991 classic, Nevermind. Paul, our guest, and I will pick a song from the album that we like the least. We'll discuss the song and the album as a whole. We'll also choose our favourite song from the album. So, time to introduce our guest. Welcome, friend of the show, Brian Borthwick. How are you, Brian? I'm all right, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, and we're interrupting your week's holiday to to get you on the show tonight. (laughs) Yes, I'm well rested, so (laughs) ready to go. Excellent. Have you been listening to Nevermind on repeat in preparation? Yeah, I have actually, yes. Excellent. Well, maybe maybe not on repeat, but I've been listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So, Nevermind is the second studio album from American rock band Nirvana. Produced by Butch Fidge, it was Nirvana's first release on the DGC label, as well as the first featured drummer, Dave Grohl. Nevermind features a more polished, radio-friendly sound than the band's prior work, and is therefore considered a significant departure from their debut album, Bleach. So while Nevermind is considered a cornerstone of the grunge genre, the album is frequently noted for its musical diversity, which includes acoustic balladry and punk-inspired hard rock. The album cover, featuring a nude infant swimming towards a US dollar bill on a fish hook, is one of the most famous album covers in popular music and is subject currently to a lawsuit from... That's right, yeah. Yeah, from that nude infant who's now not an infant and not nude anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and wants uh, more than just one US dollar. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Nevermind became an unexpected critical and commercial success. In January 1992, it reached number one on the US Billboard 200. During this time, it was selling approximately 300,000 copies a week. Uh, The the lead single, Smells Like Teen Spirit, reached number six on the US Billboard Hot 100 and its video was heavily rotated on MTV. Three other successful singles were produced, Come As You Are, Lithium and In Bloom, and Nevermind was voted the best album of the year in Paz and Job Critics poll, while Smells Like Teen Spirit also topped the single of the year and video of the year polls. So it has sold more than 30 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling albums of all time. So let's discuss it, guys. And I suppose the first question to ask is, when did we all first hear it? So I'll maybe start with you, Brian. When did, uh, well, I remember the Smells Like Teen Spirit coming out. And as as you'll know, that we, we, did, went, we were against going to see them at <laughs> Colton Studios, yep. <laughs> the, tiny, the tiny venue in Edinburgh. Yeah, uh, so that was was never a main mind album out at that point. I don't know if it was out or not. It I was, was but, single. I, but I think it didn't really take off till '92. But the single was out. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, so the single did that come out after the album? Smells like Teen Spirit. No, Smells like Teen Spirit came out first. No, no. Mm. Fact. Do you know what? We need to check that out. I think <laughs> I, I I think it was all of it at the same time. I have to say, yeah. but I, I think ah, it, they it, just it, sorry. Yeah, they all they all came out. Eh, but well. Nirvana, and then I can't remember when we first bought the album. Actually, 
Well, I think I think uh, for me, you bought this. Th now, did you buy the CD or cassette? I bought the cassette. Mm, I think it was the CD. Yeah, because I definitely I bought the CD, um, mm. and I'm sure I bought it after you because you had bought. I think maybe I know you definitely bought Lithium, the the CD single for that, didn't mm. you? Yeah, uh, I think about the singles. Maybe. Yeah, so I I may well have bought it going into 1992, maybe, you know, maybe after reading, I always bought Q Magazine's top 100 albums of the, the year, and I, I think I may have bought it after that, um, but I can't remember exactly. But I do remember I played the album a hell of a lot. <laughs> what, what about you, Paul? You got the cassette? Yeah, I got the cassette. I think it was probably around the summer of 92. So the... I remember buying the vinyl Smells Like Teen Spirit single and then Come As Yar came out and then they just exploded. Uh, and <laughs> Poor choice of words, uh, Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just instantly loved it. And it's, to this day, it's one of my favourite albums of all time, if not the favourite. So, yeah. excellent album. It is, and what about you, Brian? Uh, kind of from from first hearing it through to now, what's your thoughts on it overall? Uh, it's a great album as well. It's funny actually, just listening to it this past week or so. I've uh, I've not actually listened to the full album for quite a while, mm. and you you forget how many good songs are actually on it. Yeah, take the, like apart from all the singles as well. But it's uh, yeah, it's a great brilliant album. Yeah, it's, it should. Uh, because well, I loved it when first heard it. Maybe went off it a bit, but listening to it again, I've it's got me right back into it. Yeah, I've been the same actually. I've been uh, re-listening to it the last week or so. It's brilliant. Uh, I mean, I, I loved it. Loved it when it, uh, the first time I heard it. Still do. It's it's, it's one of my favourite albums. And I think this and the whole that early nineties alternative grunge rock scene. Uh, a, a big fan of it. It changed mm. everything. It was just such a breath of fresh air at the, t the time and kind of really ushered out hair metal, which I think people had grown bored with. And, and I think mm. that, that period in time in this album, it's just great riffs marred with great melodies and energy. Uh, obviously still a huge influence to this day. And you've got, for example, something like something in the way being used in the, the new Batman movie trailer. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. And um, so is it your, so again, question for both of you, is it your favourite Nirvana album? So maybe start with you, Paul. Yeah, I would have to, because you, I think I take it in in the context of the time as well, when you were, but when you bought it and you listened to it. So, well, technically it might not be the best. For me, it is because of all the things attached to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's probably more commercial than the other ones. Uh, more melodic, so so yeah, it's my favourite one. Yeah, how are you, Bry? Yeah, I'd agree. Same as Paul, I'd say just with the, it being the time and the first time we'd heard Nirvana, mm. started grunge. It just I think that's a favourite because the first album was good as well, but it's more raw, but but different, punky raw, and uh, and then the albums after are still good albums, but they're just uh, I'm no. Not quite up to the Nevermind quality. Yeah, I mean, Nevermind's uh, my, my favourite of their albums as well, although I prefer the production on a neutral with Steve Albini. Uh, I think that album sounds 
superb mm. really kicks butt uh, but yeah i think in terms of songs that never mind is the is their best album um mm. so what, do you have a favorite song in the al- album brian and if so what what is it mm, well favorite song i probably have to say breed mm, good choice favorite I always liked that song actually, just because it's a bit more, bit faster, bit rockier. It's uh, oh, and listening to it again the last couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, I like that. So yeah, that's Breed. just just uh, I'd say just wins breed. Yeah, what would be in second place? Hmm, don't know. It's, it's quite hard actually. Uh, it is. It is on this album, isn't it? Because I know because. Obviously, smells like Teen Spirit. Great song, that but sometimes it's a bit overplayed now that you've found it. I know. Yeah. Maybe uh, I like Come As You Are, actually. That's mm-hmm. the second. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Paul? Yeah. yeah you, you got a favourite, Paul? Actually, hard to. What about your song? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go with. A song that I always liked that isn't really maybe thought of as one of the best now, but I it was on a plane, the, the second last song. Stop yourself without any words. I got so high, scrapped till I bled. Love myself better than you. No, it's wrong. What should I do? The finest day that I've ever had is when I learn for me oh, I did, I did, I just, well. yeah just something about it. it's almost like quite it's hard to explain but it's almost like you can imagine I don't know it's like going up and down and up and down and we're <laughs> 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 uh, still dead. talking about the song here is it? I know. <laughs> Paul's starting to talk about Tiffin again <laughs> but it's almost it's almost like I don't know, I almost feel it's a bit like dreamlike. Right. It's, long, it's kind of like somebody's sleeping or I don't know, maybe not explaining it well, but I like the song. <laughs> well you you, ex- you explained it as it's up and down, up and down. Uh, and for, yeah. Do you know what's really bizarre? That's my favourite track on the album too. Is it really? On a plane, yeah. it is. Yeah, I've always just liked it. It's it's just a really, just a really good blast of a song, isn't it? Just really melodic yeah. and 
uh, yeah, I, I think it's great, and and it's probably because the the famous songs on it uh, have maybe been overplayed. Yeah, um, so I, so I, I think if uh, on a plane and maybe being a single, you might not like it as much. But yeah. um, mm. I would say to you, actually, my favorite song from that period isn't on the album. Um, it's probably my joint favorite Nirvana song, and that's Aneurysm. Come on over to the I'd agree, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, a song. amazing song. So yeah. they had it on the B side of Smells Like Teen Spirit, then they re-recorded it for the Incesticide compilation. And that re- mm. re-recording one is amazing. That's, for me, yeah, that's that fair, yeah. yeah, that and Heart Shaped Box are my two favourite Nirvana songs. Arism um, wasn't on this album. Um, and I, I that would have made it even better if that was somehow possible. Mm. But yes, I'll go with On A Plane. So, which brings us to our least favourite song on the album. So, Paul, let me start with you. So, if you had to actually take off one song and say, yep, that makes the album better, but by it not being on there, which song would it be? Do you know what? I think we're going to say the same song. Do you, know you think so? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know. I should explain to everybody listening that we haven't shared what uh, our least favourite song on the album is. So it is going to be a surprise for each of us because we don't know. Uh, so, Paul, yeah, what is it? It's another example of, if you look, if you see a lot of the Nirvana songs, the title is very rarely mentioned in the song. You know, and this is another example. So I'd say Lounge Act. Okay, and what, what do you not like about it? I like it. It's just, you know, if you had to pick one song that you feel doesn't really click with the rest of the album, hmm. it's not that it's a bad song. It's a good song, but if I had to leave, that feels a wee bit out of place, maybe. Okay. With the feel of the album. Alrighty. So, Lounge Act. What about you, Bri? I would have to say Something in the Way. It's okay.
Okay. It's, it's not a not a terrible song, but it's my least favourite on the album. I'd say. It's okay to eat fish because they don't have any <laughs> Something in the way. Yeah, I think it's just it's one of these songs. It's a bit bland at times. I think. But have you yeah, ever heard? Uh, sorry, have you ever heard the live version? It's like the electric live version. It's much better actually. I think it's on no, one of no. the videos you used to get. I think they maybe did it on that tour. And it, it sort of starts oh, off slow and then it goes into like heavy guitar. I'll have to have a, have to have a look for that. Yeah, that's the best version. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I thought that, or even I was swithering about Endless Nameless, but I think that's quite... Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, it, ends, it ends the album quite well, I think. So. Yeah. yeah. So something in the way. Something um, in the way. All righty. Well, I'm going to agree with Brother Paul. Lounge Act mm. is my least favourite song mm. on the album. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the one that I think is maybe just not up to the high standards of, of the rest. I think it's a decent song. And it's not it's not like it's a song when you're playing it, you would skip. You'd still listen to it. Um, mm. You know, I think the, the, the band play well in it. It's well sung. I like the, the effect, that kind of tape uh, effect at the end of the song, which is really mm. good. Uh, and I think it's really good when it ramps up about the, the 92nd mark. Uh, but yeah, I just don't think it's as memorable as the, the other songs. But I also don't think the sequencing of the album helps it because it's sandwiched between Drain You and Stay Away. And I think mm. they're, in a lot of ways, quite similar songs, but both of them are stronger than this one. They've got mm. better hooks, they're more mm. musically interesting, and they're maybe a bit more propulsive, a bit more energy. In this one's which so I think if uh, if uh, uh, where it had better contrast, we, we may not be thinking this, but hey ho, it's lounge act. So uh, lounge, there we are, and it's just our opinion. Doesn't make us right. Doesn't make us wrong. It's just a, our opinion. You're always right. Even yeah. when you're wrong. You could um, be right. You could be right. I could, I could be wrong. You could be right. I could be wrong. And of, <laughs> and of course, none of us got to see Nir- Nirvana live. So no. Brian, you and me, no, uh, no, yeah. foolishly, uh, and never... me. I, I oh, are you going to go as well? Yeah. Um, for five pound or whatever it was, we could have seen Nirvana just as they were about to become yeah. arguably the biggest band. Oh, sorry, in the not world. that one. Yeah, I'm thinking about the '94 one. Yeah. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know, in a tiny venue, eh? Probably about mm-hmm. maybe, what, 50 people there or something would have been. If you're lucky, yeah, I know. So oh, yeah. We, had, yeah, and we so, decided and against it. We did, and that was when they were touring Nevermind, so that's what they would have been playing mm. predominantly. Uh, and then, of course, we had the opportunity in 94 to see them at the SEC, and mm. sadly, life got in the way. Still, uh, still, <laughs> still got the ticket as well. Eh? Yeah, same yeah, here. yeah. Same here, yeah. That kind of gold writing and the browny yellow back, back, back into it. Uh, yeah. Always remember, remember the, remember when the night we found out he died down at Robin's Nest? Bertie's, Bertie's. Oh, was bar. it Bertie's, was it? Remember that the Irish bar we walked in, it was on the big screen, breaking news. It was a Friday Kirk, night, wasn't it? it was uh, Friday. Kirk Cobain found dead. We were like, what? No. That's right, yeah. I know, I can't believe and it. And we're like, no, oh, no way. <laughs> We've got tickets. Alex- Alexander phoned me to tell me. Of course, in those days, like young people wouldn't understand, you didn't have the internet. You, you maybe had the <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, no, it was, it was sad. Um, but not, eh? I suppose the nearest we've come to it, though, we've seen, uh, obviously, Dave Grohl, 
as part of the Foo Fighters twice, haven't we? I think. It, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, now when uh, supporting the Prodigy, wasn't it in '97 or '98? <laughs> That's right. <I> <laughs> Bizarrely, remember that? Huh? Yeah, and then obviously headlining themselves at uh, Murrayfield Stadium Murrayfield, in Edinburgh, yeah. what twenty sixteen? Yeah, remember the shows. It got rescheduled, didn't it? Ah, uh, broke his leg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that was a an amazing show. I loved that. That was a brilliant concert. Mm. Such a good, good band. live band. Yeah, great support band that day as well. Royal Blood. Hmm. I still think their first album is the first one. Do you know that? Royal Blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Mm. Oh, Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. I still like because it was more a solo, mm. wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, I still like prefer that. Yeah, I think could agree with you there. I think my favourite is Sonic Highways. Love that album. Mm-hmm. Only eight songs on it. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, big fan of that album. Um, what about their last album? The I'm not. Uh, Medicine at Midnight. <laughs> Only played it you once. Ah, yeah. no, it's not. No, I've not listened. I've not really heard more. the last few albums. To be honest, it's more sort of eighties rock sounding or. Bit different, <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah. I must you know what was sorry. Do you know what was good? I don't know if you've ever seen their video. They did like a spoof body language queen, and they're in a shower and all <laughs> that. They're just dancing. It's quite funny. <laughs> it's like a spoof version. Oh, it's quite funny. Have you heard their ABBA? Oh, no, Bee Gees. <laughs> you see, have you seen that album? I've not yeah. listened to it yet, but the, it, it the looks DGs. Good, <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's all cover versions of the BG songs. <laughs> yeah, no. It's quite good actually. Yeah. I liked um <laughs> I liked that album before the 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 most recent one. I'm forgetting the name, the cup no. Uh, forgetting oh. the name of it. It's like that... silver. No, not silver. Gold. Gold. <laughs> no. Oh gold. golden concrete. Or Concrete and Gold, is it? Concrete and Gold, I'm sure. Concrete and Gold. Yeah, something like that. But that was a good album, like that. Aye. Aye all their albums are, are good, just some are slightly better than others. I stopped <laughs> listening after the, the 2000s, like early 2000s, kind of. Really. They do good covers, though, I would say that as well. Mm-hmm. Aye, they do. Good eh? covers. Mm-hmm. Really good covers. Well, whatever, never mind that it's time to bring the episode to a close. So thanks for joining us, Brian. You're welcome. And thank you to you for listening. Uh, once have your say and never mind, contact us via voicemail, email us at trimthemusicalfat at gmail.com. All apologies if you want this to continue, but we need to say farewell. Until next time, keep trimming. I need, a, I need to go to the toilet. I need a territorial pissing. <laughs> hey. Hey. How long have you been sitting on that one, so to speak? Quite a while. That's why I needed to go. <laughs> oh, you, you do actually do need to go? No, no. Well, I will in a while. No pun intended. Nice beaver.